Are you ready? Yo. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. And get down to the business of sport right here on the world famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3. We've had a little break now that the transfer window is a thing of the past. Christmas is long gone and all eyes, Mo, are on how Liverpool are going to claw their way back after blowing a seven-point lead. City now top, both of the teams on 62 points, but they're, uh, of course, it's the Reds with a game in hand. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, is this a nervous thing? Is it a mental thing? Or is City just used to fighting it out for the title? To be honest, I think Liverpool are bottling it. Um, you know, they, they're not used to it. City can handle the pressure of being at the top. Now, those last two games where, you know, Liverpool could only get a draw, and those were both lucky draws, if you ask me. I mean, the first goal, their goal against West Ham was offside. You know, James Milner was miles offside. That was definitely lucky. I, I honestly believe that they're going to bottle it. And um, it's weird, though. I mean, they, they, they had no FA Cup games after they were dumped out. So they had a whole week to prepare for the Leicester game. And they could only draw. And I mean, City, they, they've been playing match after match, midweeks, cups, whatever. And they're just getting the results. So you can see the difference. I mean, I don't think Klopp can handle the pressure. And you know, he's not being helped with the amount of injuries that they've got. I mean, which team doesn't have injuries? Uh, City are also, uh, you know, a lot of players out. But, uh, you know, I, I can see Liverpool not making it this season. You know, everyone says it's great, challenge for the title, but there's a mental aspect to it too. You know, you've got to be mentally tough and, and believe in, you know, the cliche all sportsmen said, we've got to stick to our processes and take it one game at a time. It's true. They really have to. But Liverpool are showing a few cracks they uh, were looking over their shoulders instead of looking forward. And now they've got a proper title race on their hands. Yeah, now it's going to be a fantastic slugfest. I mean, you know, you'll get Liverpool will win a game, they'll go top. City will win, they'll go back. So it's going to be fantastic. I think that game in hand is going to be the, the important key for Liverpool. If they can win that, then they might have a, uh, an advantage over Man City. But it's going to be strange. I mean, you know, you're going to get where United are going to play Liverpool. So obviously the Man City guys are all going to be backing United. Then you're going to get United and play the Man City and then the Liverpool guys are going to back United. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to just be a great entertaining uh, end to the season. From a neutral's point of view, it, it is, it's absolutely fantastic. It really is. Just hold on. I just want to open for my, my dog. Otherwise, she's going to make noise. I'll be back. I hope not putting that in the podcast. Who let the dogs out? Exactly. I don't know how you explain that to a dog. <laughs> Let's talk about, you know, this, uh, this weekend's fixtures because you know, a lot goes into each game now, as you've said. You know, you've got a case of um, a game in hand being a big thing, teams level on points, and Man City against Chelsea is definitely the pick of the games this weekend. Well, there is that, and then there's also the... Watford, Everton, which I'm going to be keeping my eyes on. But uh, yeah, the City-Chelsea game is going to be an intense game. Watford, Everton. Sorry, you're a Manchester United fan. Why on earth would you watch two rubbish teams like that play each other? 
because the whole Marco Silva thing. Oh yeah, okay, my bad. It was all of that, and apparently Troy Deeney's come out and you know said a whole lot of stuff on there that they can't wait to get stuck into Everton and beat the crap out of them. Typical Troy Deeney, love it. But yeah, no, look, uh, <laughs> back to the City Chelsea. That's going to be an uh, intense game on 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 Sunday. Uh, you know, Chelsea had a bit of a wobble. They seem to have sorted themselves out a bit. And, you know, they've, they, they're in that fourth place. They've got Man United breathing down their neck. And um, I think... I think that's... Are you kidding me right now, Finn? Who let the dogs out? My dogs are absolutely taking the piss today. Come out. Come, Luna and Finn, out. Sorry, Mo, carry on, bud. The City Chelsea is going to be a fantastic encounter. Um, you know, we'll see if uh, Higuain is really the man or that two goals he scored um, it, it was just a flash of what he can do against Huddersfield. Uh, but it's going to be a great game. I mean, you know, the pressure will then be back on City because Liverpool would have played. They would go top and now it's up to City. I think Higuain is the right man for the job, to be honest. I think he's... He's um, if I if I if I look at the way he plays, he's he's physical, he's aggressive, everything that um, Morata wasn't. You know what I mean? So he is along the lines of Costa. He was the Costa type player. Yeah, and Chelsea are regretting getting rid of Costa because even though he was an absolute nutter, the guy was exactly what they needed. The twenty gold man. Exactly. Uh, you know, and and talking of Chelsea, you know, things are starting to emerge. That uh, Eden Hazard might be dumping England to go and play in Spain, eh? Yeah, what, what did he do? It was on Twitter, was it? Or Instagram? I don't know what way it was, but apparently he's made his mind up. You know, it could go 50-50. I would say that he's probably going to leave. I don't think he can give any more. He's won the league with Chelsea. He's won the FA Cup. Or maybe he wants a, a new challenge, and probably Real Madrid might be the option for him. What a signing that would be for Los Blancos. What a signing. My goodness. he is well, He's a special he, player. Spurs-Leicester should be a, a, an enticing tussle on Sunday. Uh, Spurs have been ravaged by injury, and then I see Harry Kane has been out somewhere sunny, and he's ahead of schedule, so Pochettino is quite happy with that. But what a difference Son made you know, to that Spurs team when he came back. He's definitely one of their talisman. And I think uh, against Leicester, Spurs know that they're going to have um, to do the business to, to stay in those Champions League race because... They've done well, considering all their injuries, to still be in third and only five off the pace. Yeah, look, uh, you know, Spurs are definitely defying the odds. I mean, I even said that after the hurricane injury and Son going away, they were going to taper off of it, and they've surprised me. They've picked up wins, they've got a, a few res good results, uh, but I, I think they should beat Leicester. Leicester have got like one win in their last five, and um, I, I can't see uh, Spurs not winning that game. Do you think Puel's on his way out? It just looks like he's he's not got the best out of that Leicester group. You know, I mean, Ranieri and the winning the Premier League wasn't the exception. They had Mares, they had Kante. They don't have those two players, but it's not a bad Leicester squad. It really is not a bad Leicester squad. Yeah, look, they're not a bad squad and they have picked up some, some good results. You know, they beat Man City, uh, they beat Chelsea back-to-back -back games. So maybe Puel is uh, the right man, but you know, maybe there's that whole, the, the owner, you know, uh, uh, dying that helicopter crash might have 
impacted them a bit, certain players and stuff like that. So, you know, maybe next season, I'd say keep him. Why, why sack him? Who are you going to get? Well, that's the thing. I think there's still a long way to go in this season, actually. If you think about it, I know it might not seem that long until May, but there's plenty but, football. Oddly enough, we haven't had a sacking recently. You're right. You're right, we haven't. In a few days or weeks. Who was the last one? Mourinho? Well, Mourinho, it wasn't Southampton. Southampton, yeah. Yeah, um, Hassan Hüttel is Hassan Hüttel is he's done well yeah. with Southampton so far. He really has. Yeah, he's, he's done some some wonders there. I'm not sure what it was exactly, but I mean he's done decently. He's got them out of the bottom three. But also, you know that that from from your boys in 15, you know, to to I would say maybe Cardiff in 18, it's very tight. I would even go as far as saying that. Um, you know, Brighton at, on 27 points, only three ahead of uh, Newcastle, one ahead of Palace in 14th. From 13 to 18 is tight, but I think yeah, I think that could be... I, I still I maintain the, the, the mark to beat the drop is going to be like 34 points maybe uh, this season. But I think Huddersfield are starting to show that they are, are lacking in, in quality. Their squad is thin. Um, they've had to go to their, what's it, under-23 or reserve team coach. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, didn't, no. Did they hire someone from, no. No, they no, haven't appointed someone as yet. No, man. Hudson's been replaced by Cedit, hasn't he? Or something like that. From I'm Dortmund. Not, I don't even follow them. No, well, that's why I said it's not, it's like a, I mean, it's like, um, whatever. But Fulham need to start getting points because Ranieri keeps calling her for soldiers. Cardiff... You know, it's, it's so sad because, I mean, with the news that, that we've heard that um, Emilio Sadler's body was, was recovered out of that plane, you know, now not want uh, a 50, 18 million pounds that Cardiff are supposed to pay. I mean, it's tricky. I mean, obviously the deal is done. The guy is signed and he's on his way. You owe them the money now. You know, they've got to recoup that money and they were set to pay it in installments. And Cardiff have already missed the first deadline for installments. So very sad but very difficult and, and it just points out that football is a business and it continues regardless if the player is here or, or may he rest in peace. Yeah, that, that's just the way the game is. But it, it was a bit insensitive to ask right now. But to be fair to them, I mean, they did sell the player. I'm sure there's some sort of insurance and stuff like that that caters for this. I wonder if there is because, I mean, it's like the last thing you ever expected. You know, the guy you signed is not going to make it. I mean, we none of us can control that but it's, it's odd i wonder if there is like insurance in place on that that's a good question if you're an agent uh, a football agent and uh, you listen to at football two plus three um on twitter you give us give us your feedback we'd love to hear how it works there must be insurance involved um so yeah on twitter at football two plus three and uh, let us know your thoughts is the insurance involved in these transfers i mean surely you know uh, a freak accident like this was um uh, you know what happens so uh, yeah hit us up on Twitter let us know uh, your thoughts talking about uh, transfers and that I'm relieved to see that Newcastle United have, have signed finally um, Rafa Benitez got his man in um, uh, Miguel Almiron a, a club record fee I mean it's sad to think that 2005 we bought Michael Owen and that was our transfer record for how long 14 years so finally, we've got the Paraguayan international who looks like he's a proper number 10, something we've been lacking. And uh, he could be in line to make his debut against Wolves. But the fact of the matter is that Newcastle United are still 
in the same place under Mike Ashley. And Peter Kenyon's got to do something. They've got to get this consortium out there. They've got to get Newcastle sold. And we've got to try and keep Rafa Benitez and Solomon Rondon. Otherwise, it's going to be big problems for Newcastle. Yeah, we've discussed this, uh, you know, at length already. And uh, well, it's a good sign that they've, they've went and bought someone. You know, I, I'm not sure of his, his record. You probably would know better what's his record in the MLS. And um, But he, he, is, he, he does look like a proper number 10 to back up uh, Rondon. I think he was Atlanta's best player. So... And I wonder if he, he, you know, he's going to settle quickly and be able to hit the ground running because they need players like that. They need to get results, get some goals under them and, and be able to sort of push more towards safety. Yeah, man. I mean, Wolves away is not going to be easy. Wolves are playing great football. They have proved that you know, they are the, they're not predictable. I mean, picking up a 2-1 win against City, they nearly threw the whole table race. <laughs> Liverpool fans are going mad. Because yeah. Agu- Aguero scored 24 seconds. No, it was a, a huge result and possibly a season-turning result. And if I have to get into the nitty-gritty of it, um, you know, Lorente handled the ball. Uh, Spurs uh, shouldn't have got the goal and Dubravka made a mistake. So it's very rare that he makes these mistakes. But at the end of the day, I think a draw at Wembley against Spurs would have sufficed. Then we'd have four points in that week. It would have been a great week for Newcastle. So yeah, I mean, you guys, if you've got a decent <clears throat> result, you might have been, you know, further up the table. But uh, you know, these type of things are just calling more and more for VAR. It just seems that the referees are getting it wrong. You can't ignore it anymore. You can't yeah, ignore it. Something that needs to happen. Let's move on. Manchester United. I think. Oh. I think. Uh, Things are pretty good for you guys, and, and I mean, looking ahead, it could be even better the way things are going. Look, it could be better, or, it could, or it's going to get a hell of a lot worse. Um, this is February, almost is a month of, uh, of love, but for United fans, it's going to be an epic month. I mean, they've got fixtures like you can't believe. <laughs> Tell us a bit more, who you got? Let's ignore this Fulham game, because I'm sure uh, Oleg and Asalsha is going to rotate his squad, but the big one is next week, PSG. At Old Trafford, oh, that's the stuff you want to see, you know, the best, the cream of Europe playing each other, you know, and then it's Chelsea in the FA Cup the following Monday. Easy and games, eh? Hey? No, no, easy, easy. Well, okay, look, that one might be a bit difficult because it's away. Um, you know, it's a small club, it's tough to go there and get a decent result. <laughs> but the, the one after that, the city will be, the whole of Manchester will be back in United that week. <laughs> it's a uh, switch allegiance time, hey? And, and it's, it's, a, it's a good thing because for a long time this fixture has sort of lost its shine because, you know, United have been sort of in the doldrums about the last few seasons. Liverpool have been there, haven't been there. You know, it's finally the fixture means something again. Yeah. If you're wondering what that noise is. My dogs have broken down my door. They want to be involved in the podcast. Yeah, Luna and Finn are trying to be involved in the podcast. Uh, so, uh, Mo, I think with um, the threat of more disruption on the cards, let's talk fantasy football because um, at this stage, is it is it time to, to get involved with the newer teams, the newer guys, uh, Batshuayi at Chelsea, I mean, not at Chelsea, at, at Palace? Look, you're going to have to do something because Mo Salah has blanked two weeks in a row. So, you know, that's thrown a lot of people's uh, points out the window. Pep Guardiola's uh, rotation of his team has messed things up also. Hold on a second. Hold on a second there. This is mad. Who let the dogs out? 
This is why I should record somewhere else. Oh my goodness, hold on, I'm just gonna lock them out. This is driving me crazy. Don't put them down. Hey? Don't no. put them down. No, I'm not going to, it's just... I feel very... They have huge FOMO. They do. They have huge FOMO. Anyway. Okay. Let's start that again. Um, uh, picking up the, the from the fantasy side, Mo. I mean, you're right. Pep's rotation has has messed us about. Sane hasn't featured much except off the bench. This this week would have been a, a good week for guys with City players because it's a double game week. Yeah, but not if Pep's rotating them. I had Sane in the yeah. side. And me also. And I had Danilo, and Danilo didn't even play. So look, it, it, I would say that if you're looking at someone. Uh, to get you good points, Son from Spurs, he seems to be uh, you know scoring points now that Harry Kane's not around. Um, Do you stick with Aubameyang? I would stick with him. I think he's just had a bit of a dip, but also you know you've got to look at who's who Arsenal are playing this week. It's uh, their way to Huddersfield, so someone like Aubameyang should be getting a couple of goals and or assists. Captain him. I wouldn't go as far as captain. Oh, okay. I would rather captain Captain Son. Yeah, I suppose. Be your differential. Oh my goodness gracious! This is driving me mad. Absolutely crazy. It's fine. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, Solskjaer saying this week that Moldov told him not to come back. They said stay at Manchester United. We're going to look for a new manager. Apparently, that they've invited like a hundred of the Molder um, staff and stuff for the PSG game. So, who wouldn't say that if you're getting a free ticket to a Champions League match? <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. They're probably saying so that if they can get more tickets for maybe the, the semi finals, even if the final, if United make it. Yeah, I think they'll be banking on that, won't they? The way Manchester United are playing at the moment, anything can happen. All right, let's have predictions. We've got Fulham, Manchester United, Liverpool, Bournemouth, uh, Watford, Everton, uh, Sunday, City, Chelsea. Let's have them. I think the United game, United should sneak a win there, uh, 2-1. Liverpool, Bournemouth, it's at Anfield. I think Liverpool will beat Bournemouth comfortably. You don't know what Bournemouth is going to rock up. You really don't. Look, if it was if they were at home, I think that Bournemouth might have a chance. But Liverpool, I think, will get over that bit of slump. Yeah. And take out some frustration against uh, Bournemouth. Mm, City, Chelsea. I, I'm thinking this has got all the hallmarks of a draw. Score draw or a score draw would, would, would be the way it's gonna go. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I think I think the City have just found a bit of rhythm at the moment, and unless Higuain has a great game. I think City might just edge that 2-1. Let's see what happens, eh? Wolves and Newcastle. I just don't see Newcastle beating Wolves. I mean, I think Rafa will play five at the back, but we potentially could hand the, the debut to Almiron and see what he can do. But Wolves are flying high at the moment. They've been they've been the team of the season, apart from Manchester United's little turnaround under Solskjaer. Yeah, they've, they've really impressed a lot this season. I mean, they're flying quite high. Seventh place, they're still far off from Arsenal. I mean, you know, there's like a nine point gap between the two of them, but uh, you know, they're on a good run. And Newcastle would probably, you know, sort of be cagey about this. Yeah, that you should say that, that against Wolves, Newcastle have to take it out like the underdog. Yeah, without a doubt. Strange to say, hey, <laughs> Wolves just stick to the plan on how they beat uh, City, you know, concede early. 
<laughs> Let's hope Rondon gets on the score sheet again. Anyway, Mo, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks very much uh, for your time. Remember, you can catch us on iTunes, The Ginger's Perspective, csuplusc.co.za, and on my Facebook page. Also, hit us up on Twitter, at football2plus3. And if you're an agent, if you're in the football industry, let us know. I mean, maybe you're a player. Uh, what happens? Uh, is there insurance? Uh, what happens when a player does pass on? Um, with his contract, what happens to the fee, that sort of thing. Let us know. Mo, your parting words? As always, be champions. Well, there you have it. Should make for a fascinating weekend of Premier League football, the best league in the world. And uh, let's hope that uh, your team wins this weekend. Except if you're a Wolves fan, then uh, I wish that uh, you lose at the Molyneux on Monday night. Thanks for listening. young lad was born And now he's back in the Premier League. Newcastle fans are all intrigued. Illy's still used to it We've had no cash and we're barely surprised Not the first time that Mike Ashley's lied So he searched and he searched for a deal that would work And improve our Newcastle side So Rafa brought in Rondon Did a deal with West Brom Get yourself a goal, son Rafa's brought in Rondon, done a deal with West Brom, get yourself a goal, son.